Welcome to my Idaho friends. I am your host, Jaime Lima, and we will be having conversations with business owners and centers of influence throughout the state of Idaho. Please make sure you follow us on our YouTube page and our Instagram, and I hope you enjoy the show. Cheers. And welcome to another episode of My Idaho Friends. Thank you for joining us. I am your host, Jaime Lima. As always, big thanks and big shout out to Argus Production, Justin, Erica, sweet baby James down in the back, making sure that we're looking good and then everything is going, as my youngest will say, at the tippy top. <laughs> Today, man, do we have a treat. I always say that, don't I, Idaho? But we do, we do, we have a great treat today. Uh, we got our friends from Kaya 75 Tacos, Rosie and Mike Wims. You guys, thank you so much for visiting with us today. That's a lot of energy, wasn't it? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no it was fun, it was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah, thanks I, for having us, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I am messing with you. Thank you guys for making time. I very much appreciate it. Um, we're just catching up a little bit. You're having a few sips of the good mm -hmm. stuff. I'm about to have a few sips of the good stuff too, but before we get there, I want for you guys to share a little bit of your journey. So we're going to get to the business, we're going to get to the restaurant, we're going to get to the delicious food, the amazing drinks, the great customer service and the community you guys are part of and you continue to support and create. But before we get to all those things that everybody wants to know about, <laughs> where were we about 10 years ago? Oh my gosh. Well, Mike, you tell this story best because you have dates, years, everything. And I just usually go some time ago. Uh. <laughs> Ten years ago um, was actually the, the year that we started the Capital City Public Market. Um, oh. So, I mean, we we started the business in 2008 uh, up in the Wood River Valley. Um, hence the name, Kaye 75. Started the farmer's market in Haley on Highway 75. Um, but ten years ago, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. So... Um, that was when we had our custom taco cart built. Um, I, think we had, cart. I think that's the cart everyone mostly remembers when they say, I've mm, seen you, you know, on the cart. Right, yeah. right. So, um, but yeah, we, we the idea, um, one of our friends, with the, the Kainoa that owns Bucksnort uh, Soda Company, mm -hmm. uh, he had started doing the Capital City Market as well, and he just encouraged us. Um, he said, you know, there's nothing av available like what you guys are doing. I, I think you guys should try to get in. So we, we started the process there in the winter of 2011, um, just trying to figure out how we could get in. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we were familiar with farmers markets from doing them uh you know for the previous three years in the in the wood river valley um and it was kind of challenging actually because when yeah, we when we when we reached out you know we we said hey you know we we're a farmer's market vendor we have this great product we have a lot of demand for it um we'd love to bring it to boise and we kind of just uh, right out of the gate it was like well you know it's the restaurants that are downtown, it's kind of discouraged. Um, you know, we'll have to kind of look into it and see if it's if it's something that we would do. I mean, the way that the farmers market would work is you you would audition, you'd bring your product in, and you'd kind of um, you know because there were there were quite sure a few. There were a lot of vendors that were trying to. Yeah, sell, you know, there there was a pretty big demand. That I mean, the Capital City Market was the only one at that time, so. 
Um, it was before mm -hmm. the Boise Farmers Market, so kind of everybody was together in the downtown core. Um, but long story short, we kind of worked through the process and we, we ended up telling the executive director, like, we're going to show up at the, the, the meeting and we're going to make you tacos. <laughs> and she was like, they actually even said, well, don't worry about bringing the food because we already have pizza coming in that night. Oh, and, really? And, and, and we, we were like, okay, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to set up in the back corner. We're going to bring in some electric griddles. And we're going to make you a, a couple of the tacos that we do. And, uh, w you know, we'll just see how it goes. I remember, and so, I remember it was raining that day, too. And so we are like, trying yeah, to bring in like all this stuff, you know, in. Cold and February day <laughs> in the, the Rose Building and down the, there. Yeah, the old Rose Man. Building. And they were just like, what's going on here? And we are like, we're doing this. We yeah. don't care. So we set up in the back. The meeting's going on. We start making tacos, the smells start going, and like people start turning their heads, they start coming back. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was, the response was pretty positive. Everybody was talking about it. And, and the next day, we, we were notified, like, we'd love to have you guys join <laughs> the market. Oh. So not like, oh, I guess, I guess you're okay. Guess, well, no, yeah. like, get your ass over here. And so with that, we hadn't had our taco cart built yet. I mean, because mm -hmm. we we had been doing kind of a uh, a ground setup at the markets. Um, and I think you see it with some of the vendors that are there at the markets now, where they have like their coolers and their tables and their shaping shafers and all that stuff. Like we had that and we did it for so long in the Wood River Valley that way. I told Mike, I don't want to do that anymore. Like this is an early market. We already have to leave Haley by like 5 a.m. to be here by seven. Like wow. there's no way we can like set up like that organically. Although it's nice, but who wants to do that, you know? Right. Yeah. And so that's when he went out to look like, let's try to find something that's kind of just like, you know. We found a fabricator in the Portland area. Um, and I told, I just, I told them, you know, we, this is what we need and it needs to fit underneath the 10 by 10 tent because that's a requirement of the market. Mm -hmm. um, and so they just kind of went to work on it and, and most of the carts, I mean, they, they had built a lot of carts, but they were more like street level carts. Like the ones you see in the, Portland? The smaller yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so he was like, wow, this is going to be, this is going to be a big cart. <laughs> He's like, we've never, so they, they had to actually you know get a, a bigger axle setup and kind of this whole this whole deal but mm -hmm. they designed um, you know what was our cart that we thought had everything that we needed we until day <laughs> one until day one when we were like oh we're there's all kinds of stuff that we need beyond this yeah. but wow. um, that was you know that's how we got off and running the the first event we ever did in Boise was the capital city market. April 16th of, of 2011. I was just looking at that the other day. I mean, there you so, go, there you go. No, that's uh, really but it is, really good. He never forgets her wedding is, anniversary either. So It is <laughs> relevant It is relevant that it's 10 years. I mean, this is 10 yeah. years since we uh, yeah, we introduced our, ourselves to Boise. To Boise. Yeah. And quickly we wow. fell in love with the community. And uh, two years later, 
you know, we, we, moved. we moved here. And we stole you. The yeah. The Treasure Valley was like. You got us out of the mountains. Us, yeah. Which, which is, is beautiful. Fun. I know. But it's just we were, amazing. We were kind of done. We had been up there yeah, for But we need your tacos over here more. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I Haley. I know. They get mad at us. They're like, when are you guys going to open something here? And I'm like, um. We'll see. <laughs> you know. Let's let's get to finish this pandemic deal first. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then we can talk about like, wow. Well, that's a great story. And uh, wow, and very <laughs> exact and accurate. Yes, I really did that. So, and that was the beginning, right? So the 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 taco cart, mm -hmm. and it was tacos only. Probably a few like canned drinks and things along those lines. Yeah, it wasn't too ex extensive because when we were just doing it in Haley, I mean, we did have a little bit bigger menu like we had some quesadillas and burritos and it was just so hard to keep up and bring that all here yeah well not, yeah all that and just we didn't have a prep kitchen here you right. know everything was prepped up in the Haley in the in the Wood River Valley and then we were having yeah. to haul still a bunch of coolers um yeah to come over here and we were we didn't have our the van that everybody sees you know driving around right, we didn't right, have right. our utility van we we had our truck and we had to play tetris remember on how to put every cooler in there to make sure we could Gosh. take the coolers we needed you had to uh, fit everything very specifically or you could not fit, you couldn't fit everything yeah. <laughs> and and when we started doing bigger events like the Hyde Park or, Street Fair or multiple events uh, or we would add on events weekends, yeah. on the um, it really felt like we were a band on tour because we were uh, we were staying in hotels mm -hmm. every weekend yeah. and you and know, this is and, before and, kid so this and, is why we knew we be, couldn't have kids right? you know so we we <laughs> At first, at first, when we started, we we were like, "Oh yeah, we'll get up super early and we'll drive over," not thinking about all the wildlife and everything through the mountain oh, pass oh, and all that. Yeah, show the deer. And yeah, and we had a lot of close cows. calls. Yeah. So very quickly, we were like, "No, we are not going to wake up at 3 a.m. in order to get everything packed up and be over here." Yeah. So we'd come over the night before, right. get a hotel room. Um, up at 5.30, down, downtown by 7. Yep. Um, doing the things. Yeah. yeah. And that is wild. Do the thing. So. I, so I moved here on 2015, mm -hmm. and then shortly after, the, the, of course, you know, pre-pandemic, uh, my son uh, was born just like two days after I moved, we, after I moved back. Uh, Madeline, my wife, was already yeah. here. And uh, the concert series over at the Botanical Gardens Mm -hmm. got started yeah you know so i was you know i've been gone for so long and i'm just absorbing everything that is boise and we got uh my oldest you know some earmuffs yeah. and we made just about every single concert and that was the first time that i was introduced to you guys's delicious food yeah and you guys and us. Yeah. yeah and you guys <laughs> and then i remember uh running into you guys a lot over at barbarian brewing barbarian and meriwether yeah, yeah i remember we did chilaquiles that that day, uh, remember? It was no. a brunch we were doing with Meriwether, and we saw that photo with you and Mike yeah. in front of the cars. Yeah, yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> you were just like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, uh, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's where our, our friendship bloomed, was from there. That is true, yeah, because yeah, I will spit Spanish with you, and mm -hmm. now we'll talk about a number of other things uh, with Mike. I can't remember what they were, because I was usually drinking too much beer. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know, shocking. So yeah, yeah, right. No, that's fine. No, it was that's... right before our son was born. It was, so yeah. Cause... I think we were talking about kids. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, yes, you're right. Was that was right before was our son was born, and that was right before we opened and the downtown you had restaurant. Just, you just had Chichi too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're mm-hmm. absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that feels like ages ago, but wow. So then, okay, what, let's just fast forward it then. So, you know, so there's a lot of personal stories. A lot stories happened here. in between from then and there. I yeah. mean, oh, we, gosh. We, you know, we made some great relationships from being at the Capital City Market. Mm-hmm. And one of the most significant ones we made was with Courtney Fighter, who ran the Bound Crossing um, uh, farm, Farmer's Market um, mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, it was just a smaller market. It kind of felt like that Haley feel. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she introduced us to her sister, who was working as a leasing agent in-law. for. Uh, I'm sorry, sister-in-law, who mm-hmm. was um, working as a leasing agent for the new development of a village of Iranian. And she had said, like, you need to try these tacos. These people are great. And um, she sure did. And she introduced the whole project to us. On and this is a really fast story because Mike's story would be about three hours long on how that whole thing would go. It's your turn. It's your yeah, turn. Yeah, I know, right? I'm the one that just spits it out. You know, Speak but. freely. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, uh, once that relationship was made again through these farmer markets, through these little events that we did, and the event that we had done was like a Christmas um, market. We might have had like six orders the whole weekend, but it didn't matter because we met Courtney's sister-in-law and she contacted us and she uh, got us to see what the project was going to be at the village. Um, It was right around what we could afford because we Mm -hmm. still didn't have a lot of, you know, business-wise, we still couldn't go to a bank and be like, hey, we want to open a restaurant. Well, that was during the recession. And it was during the recession. Yeah, housing market. Very difficult. Yeah. And so um, just kind of setting these relationships with everyone, I feel like has really gotten us where we are now. That's right. Yeah. So So how long have you guys been at the village then? Uh, 2014. 2014. 2014. Yeah, January. Wow. Don't get mad at me. I have actually never been there. It's okay. A lot of people haven't. Yeah, you know, a lot of people haven't. They're like, I don't go to the village. It's so fine. Well, Which is why it was so important for us to open something downtown. Uh, Which is where you guys are at. Yeah, right, right now. now. Yeah. yeah. We well, couldn't it do did. it back then. But. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, we that was our dream, and we were trying, we wanted to open a spot downtown. And we kept out of the look, gate. Yeah, we were looking at different projects over and over and over again, everything, wall, wall, wall. And well, then, we had bought, <clears throat> we had bought a truck that we were going to turn into a separate food truck. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of what we envisioned is that we were going to expand on the mobile scene because that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, at the time with the recession and our lack of, you know, we had just started the business. Um, so we bought the truck, but then we actually couldn't even get a loan to finish <laughs> to the finish truck the into truck. a food truck because that would have been another, you know, decent decent amount of money so the village thing popped up and so when we made the decision to go the village route we actually sold the food truck because the way we looked at it it was like it was basically the same size as a food truck i mean our it's a 225 square foot kitchen um footprint there that we work out of 
but it's just basically like having a stationary truck in a super high volume <coughs> situation yeah. with tons of foot traffic and they and built-in marketing. Yeah, it's just um, continuous. And yeah. so it wasn't an easy decision because initially we I don't I think we were struggling with the idea that that was what we pictured because I mean all of our clientele everything that we had built was really downtown based and mm -hmm. the farmers market we felt like that was our scene um and when we'd even talk to customers about that they'd be like you're going oh no no no, no, no. You, you you need to stay here and yeah but, but I mean so we struggled with it but we made the decision yeah. to do the village mm -hmm. and it really did enable us to make the steps forward that we've taken yeah Boise Corral can be a little selfish Oh yeah, you know, everything's everything that they discovered is theirs. Myself is uh, myself included, <laughs> and I have to check myself on that hey, because I, 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 there's I, enough to go around. I know, I, and I enjoy that ownership too because they also like you know they also keep sacred uh, all the little places that they love. You know what I mean? They're right. Just like they want to make sure that it stays the same. Yeah. And so I understood why. In order they, to do that, you gotta keep them in business. Oh, absolutely. So gotta, yeah. I'm like, how many times, you know, do I need to come here to keep you in business? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just to make sure. All right. Do, do, do you think six. we can do this? So check this out. Uh, Idaho. I'm bumping a little bit. No, so, you're Because you guys you're are okay. telling your story, but I'm getting thirsty <laughs> and I don't want, and you're it's like, nice and cold still and, and she's drinking, I'm not drinking. <laughs> so you have your beautiful, uh, you know, restaurant mm -hmm. downtown, downtown located at? Uh, 110 or is it 130? 130 North 11th Street, right across from the Neuralex and the Rector Exchange. Yeah, I'm dying, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you have now been there for? <sighs> How long has it been now? I don't even know. What year is it? 21? We opened in January of 18. <laughs> 18, okay. <laughs> I always have to think, how old, how old is Vaughn? How old is The Vaughn? COVID <laughs> year was was the equivalent of 10 years. Yeah. So, you know. Right. So 20 years ago, you yeah. guys. So, <laughs> 21. Okay. No, I, the only reason why I asked that and I'll let you guys finish your sentences, and you'll get to say that all over again at the end of the episode. No, you're fine. You know, you, that's your camera right that's there. That's my camera? Yeah. Okay. Once that really happens. Right now, we're in the wide angle. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> But you're not only uh, just a restaurant, you still do catering, which yes. is just absolutely the tippy top. Oh, yeah. That's yes. what Chi Chi would say. Yes, and you have an outstanding uh, menu of cocktails. Yes. And this here is? That's our our house Calle 75 Margarita. Look so at you. Yeah. The Calle 75 Margarita. Like, yeah. Mike always makes fun of me that I like. Um, you triple down on your accent? Because I do too. Yeah. I don't no. mean to. Me too. But <laughs> <laughs> I, do. I don't mean to. I just want. Um, people of of i know that's why i'm like i i'm this is kind of a test too because these were happily given to us from uh patron from patron see i and this is what i was afraid of hey. this is what i was afraid of yeah fear nothing um, <laughs> i fear no more it's okay now. yeah because i would hate Tao. for that to happen to somebody that spent that you see i had originally bought these and i had originally bought these and these you can, you know. Yeah. But Patron gave these to us, so I was like, well, I'll Thanks, use. Joe. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Joe. Thank you, was Joe. It Joe's, Joe's fault. Yeah, so I mean, I like Joe, them, if you want to be in the show, tell Patron to send us some money. Argus Productions, <laughs> my Idaho friends. Hi, man, at myidahofriends.com. Yes. <laughs> Quit messing around. <laughs> but, uh, but no, these. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. Um, I mean, that's the least you can do. <laughs> But 
you know, what's been nice about these is uh, the Instagram pics we get from people, they taking them to, they're, they're having them outside, you mm -hmm. know, in their backyard, and they just stick a straw in it. And, yeah, because that know. makes sense. I yeah. was unprepared. Yes, it's okay. And I promised you a straw and I didn't bring one. So. That's quite all right. That's not your... But uh, but no, these were our little lifesavers too during the pandemic. Um, I recall. For yes. I also had these. Yes. <laughs> during the pandemic. Uh, we were given the green light to... Um, yeah. Uh, do to go cocktails with certain, you know, the seal, the, yeah, the, the, make sure they're yeah. sealed, make sure everyone's um, very familiar yeah. with it, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also make sure everyone's getting ID'd, and you know, uh, uh, but it was great that they allowed us to do that uh, because then it really got us. Um, it really got us thinking about what kind of great cocktails can we continue making. Uh, mm -hmm. Without, uh, mm -hmm. so we added like a whole new menu. Uh, yeah, we, keep making this one. Yeah, we do in this one. Uh, we have uh, uh, we have a tamarindo one too now. Ooh, it's really good. how do you say tamarindo in El Inglés? <laughs> Tamarind. <laughs> no kidding, really? Yes. That's Latin based languages. I know, tamarind. Disregard. Nobody knows yeah. what it is. It's kind of like when you say like, in, in or at least in Panama, I don't know what, what it's like in Mexico, but. Mexico. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> maracuya, maracuya in in Panama over here is passion fruit. Okay. So I freaked out. It took me like three years after I moved to the U.S. Which so one? Like, Which? Uh, passion fruit. Passion fruit is mara. Maracuya. Oh, maracuya. In Panama, I don't know. I don't. What's, what's it called in Mexico? Well, I'm from Guatemala. So what's it called in Guatemala? I have no idea. I'll ask no my mom. Say. No, no say. No say. That's okay. You'd yeah. be surprised how many no says. <laughs> <laughs> Right? No, um, we, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the Jamaica, which uh -huh. is, a, a, that's how you say Jamaica, mm -hmm. you know, kind of sounds like a H. Mm -hmm. And of course, we get people coming in and they say, I want a Jamaica, right. which is fine. You know, I'm not going to give someone like a hard time. Like, that's not how Right. It's not like it's your name. You no. Know? It's, uh, that'd be different, you know. But, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. <laughs> whole other story but like... <laughs> It's like, come on. Yeah. No, it's but, cool. I get it. It is one of the whitest states in the union. It's where <laughs> I, I love this place, but you know, it wouldn't hurt a little bit no, more diversity. I know. And um, I mean, any uh, we 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 tried, especially on the menu, to um, phonetically write how to say it mm -hmm. next to the name. Right. So like, Jamaica was one of them, and we phonetically mm -hmm. wrote it next to it. And the other one was Oaxaca. Oh. You know, because Oaxaca looks like, what do people say? Oaxaca. Waxica? Oh, I've heard Yeah, and I, I get it. That's just a different, you know, it's yeah. a whole different dialect. And, you know, some sometimes I forget yeah. how to pronounce certain, you know. You do not. I had a guy last night that was sitting in the dining room. He was sitting with someone I know, and he was like, I've got to tell you, he's like, this cocktail right here is my favorite in Boise. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's that? And he's like, the Oaxacan Old Fashioned. Oh, yeah. well, good. He said it right. Sweet. And he was a white guy. There you go. So, see, it takes all of us. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it takes all of us. Good on him. Mad props yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I'm trying to remember... Uh, oh, give you some free promo over here. Oh, no, that this this whole thing is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Your Romy or Shata. Yes, that's, that was your drink. Do you drink. recall that? Yes. Yeah, like I had a hard time not like... 
I know. You'd come in having and you'd be like, Rosie, lunch. I can't have a drink. And I'd be like, no, you're having your Romeo shot. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm a sucker, man. I know it's so easy to sell to. So uh, easy. It's like, yes. what are you doing? Going we to can do. still make it. I'm actually surprised it's not back on. So I need to revisit. We're re constantly revisiting our drink menu, you know, with the pandemic hitting. I couldn't order as many uh, right. you know liquor uh orders as much as as we had before mm -hmm. and some and we had to go through our product mix too and see what was selling what wasn't selling you know the number one was the kaya 75 that one was was boom yeah so i'm like well i'm not getting taking that one out you know no yeah why would you uh but yeah. the ramio chata i think was just your sales I was <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, <laughs> it's funny, but it's not funny. It's not. <laughs> but I, I would, still make it. Because it was a thing. Like, everybody, like, at work, said, where's, where's Jaime going? I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to go have a burrito. And, like, the manager is like, he's going to go he's have a cocktail. Yeah. What is he having? And, like, you guys don't understand. Tu no entiendes. No. And, and I think the reason is, is because, you know, a lot of places that do have horchata, they use the powder. Um, yes. Because it's easy, you know right. what I mean? Right, and, 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 and I get it. I get, I get it. it, too. I totally get it. That's not, and that's, uh, I'm so glad you brought it up. Mm -hmm. Because I knew these things, yes. you know, and it's not because I asked. I was like, no, man, like, this is the thing. Mm -hmm. This is the thing. That Your is wife... my mom's recipe. No kidding. Yes, that is my mom's orchata recipe. Um, maybe so... it just needs to be advertised, market differently. I don't know. Or maybe, <laughs> maybe I just asked for ma it. Mama's uh, rummy orchata or yeah. mama's orchata. Well, there's just not enough <laughs> good stuff being made with rum. Like, yeah, you know, I know. It's just yeah. like it's and not that's just... my family's like signature uh, uh, liquor to go to is 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 yeah. rum. And he knows. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a thing, you know. My grandfather, when I was, so I, I was uh, partially raised, I spent a great deal of time with my grandparents. And my grandfather, for breakfast, will have what is called a vuelve loco con vaca. Oh, okay. okay? <laughs> Turn you crazy with cow. Yeah. <laughs> which will be a nice, tall glass of rum with one ice, with one eye. <laughs> so, oh and, and milk. That's like my deal. And milk, you know? <laughs> And that's how he would start his day, right? And he like put the ice there. The I don't know why. Yes. You know, he like mix it with his spoon. Yeah. <laughs> the ice no, will melt. No, but uh, it's funny how alcohol is very much treated like a. I mean, in my family, um, we had an uncle who would sneak in rum into our ponche every Christmas. Uh, to mm -hmm. the kids. I mean, we were probably, I mean, we weren't our kids' age. Ages. Yeah, don't worry about but, it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, a little bit, a little bit older. And he would just be like, you know, he'd get the ponche and he'd be like, Drunk con ponche. Get us. Get us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want? Yeah. No, and, no, I, I'm i not, I mean, I think I even shared that story last last season. <laughs> like, it's like, no, like my grandfather, so my grandfather uh, hosted like, um, Card, card nights, so mm -hmm, like, you mm -hmm. know, playing cards or whatever. I almost said game night, but that's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Board games. But, um, so like the neighbors, his friends, you know, and there's, there's some money involved, so there's a little bit of a serious vibe, you know, and there's, uh, grandma sometimes would be there, sometimes she wouldn't be, so there would be some cigars if she's not there, if she wasn't there, yeah. you know, and that may be. <laughs> and, uh, and, but the room was always a flowing. Yeah. And, uh, Legend has it, as a no legend, but the story tells that uh, when I was very, very little and I was still on a bottle, 
like I would just get really excited. It turns out I was social like my whole life. This is, wasn't <laughs> like a thing. So as a baby, as like a, as like a one year old, I was walking or whatever. How are you old? You have to be uh, when you start walking. Yes, I do have kids, but yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I should know these things. The no, I I guess like he just couldn't get me to sleep because I was just like oh like party time yeah. right and a little bottle and everything. So he would put <laughs> rum. He put Vuelve Loco con Vaca in my it. bottle because, you know, it was like 1982, right. you know, two and years you're old. you're too young to take NyQuil. He's living his best <laughs> life. We're in Panama. It's the 80s. There is no NyQuil. No. You know, that was it, yeah. you know. <laughs> and my grandma, you know, would be over like at the Alavecinas at the neighbors, right. you know, doing her thing, whatever it is that we're doing, probably complaining about grandpa. Probably. And grandpa's just doing his thing. And um, he did that all the way... Uh, till I was off of a bottle. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. And then uh, I guess, you know, like maybe like six months or a year later, I'm probably butchering the story now. My grandma found out. She decked mm. him. She just mm. cleaned his clock. Mm. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads to the next story. Uh, yes. When like you fast forward, and I'm on my late, I'm on my mid twenties. And I'm visiting Boise. I haven't seen my mom and my grandma for a bit. And they, they've they been living here. And at the time, there was this... Man, my grandmother just loved crab legs, which is not something you necessarily get, like, super fresh over yeah. here. Yeah. Especially back then. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she, uh, you know, she she loves the idea of, like, a buffet, you know? Because, uh -huh. like, you, know, you think, like, my grandma's age, you know, she's 96 now. So when you, like, go back, you her days growing up in Panama and stuff like that. Like, that's, like, the the ultimate, like, you know, sign Seeing of the, abundance. Yeah, you yeah. saw all that food. So she loved herself some buffet. And I, I think this place used to be close to where I live now, off of Vista. And it was just way back in the day, and this Chinese buffet, and they have crab legs. So that's where Grandma wanted to go. It's like, that's where we go, abuela. Yeah. No big deal. And Grandma and I are just slamming coronas while my mom's just, like, looking at us, just shaking her head. <laughs> And yeah. and then like why you, my grandma said why are you so judgy why are you so judgy yeah, and then yeah. like my mom is like you know it's not good for you guys to be drinking I don't like my son drinking I don't like my mother drinking and he's like well like your son was drinking weed when he was a little <laughs> and my mom like just like horrified like, like, like she what? stopped time you know it was yeah. like Marvel Universe Thanos like you just, like you did what pass. To <laughs> And that, when I'm in my mid-20s, I come to find out. So when I was little, I had allergies, but they didn't think that it was allergies. They thought that it was like some sort of like pneumonia or whatever. Oh. So grandma, being grandma, without telling anybody, got went to the local brujo, got some marijuana, and she's been like <laughs> having me drink marijuana tea for like years. Wow. Had not a clue until I was, I, I must have been like, like 25. Or I whatever. Like grandma. Anyways, this is not about me. <laughs> it's okay. My mom was mortified. Yeah, I can <laughs> like, only imagine. Like I just saw like the, the the like the her shade of brown just went away, and I was like, "Who is yeah, this white girl?" Yeah. <laughs> it's my mom. But I feel like I mean. Um, it worked, uh, by the way. Thank you, Ola. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel. <laughs> I feel that a lot of the the the, like my, some of my fun memories with my dad was when he would, you know, we lived in Southern California, so every now and then he, we would go to San Diego and then to Ensenada, mm -hmm. just for the day or, you know, yeah. uh, overnight, however it was. And I vividly remember going to this restaurant. My, my dad always was the kind of person that said, um, 
This place has the best tacos. This place has the best pupusas. This place here has the best burritos. Like he always had like his best places. And mm -hmm. he even had this in in uh, in Baja, you know, down in Tijuana and Ensenada. I'm just like, Jesus, Dad, you get around. <laughs> but <laughs> but I remember sitting down at this like tiny little hole in the wall restaurant that had maybe like four chairs outside. And he bought me a bottle of tecate, which is really hard to find. Uh, most tecate comes in draft or in cans, mm -hmm. but this one was a specific. Like, it was specifically a bottle. They don't carry cans. It was mm -hmm. a glass bottle, and I don't know what it was about that tecate, but it was the best freaking tecate in the world. It just hit different. Yeah, it hit totally different. But it was mostly that vivid memory being there with my dad. Yeah, and having that like. Him saying, like, this is the best place to go. Now, if I went to Tijuana right now, would I remember that place? No. But I would probably just go around asking who has bottles of Tecate. Right. You know what I mean? But, um, and I wasn't 21 yet, you know, because you can drink. Right. At 18 in Mexico. Yeah. So it was one of those hush-hush. She'd be like, he would be like, no le digas a tu mami. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> Now I hear her. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Okay, let's get make it. Let's make this back about you yeah, guys. Sorry, sorry. Yes. <laughs> sorry Erica, can, we, you can edit all that. We can do this right. No, we <laughs> are not. Kidding. We're not live. The but it's not gonna get it. Jaime and Rosie. <laughs> But we'll make a subcategory of videos. Mm -hmm. We'll do it like a monthly thing. We could. We could. It's That'd gonna be, be great. That'd it's be gonna fun. be great. <laughs> because you guys will make a ton of money, and then you'll hire Argos Productions, and we'll do it at the yes, restaurant. There you go. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Erica. Out in the back. No pressure. No expectations. No pressure. Joe, make it happen. <laughs> yes, come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. <laughs> been here this whole time. Bringing your <laughs> shitty ass pouch to my show. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know who this guy is. It's okay. He's going to love it. Joe's a great. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I know. He's but I think group. if I'm going to, I'm going to show him, I'm going to tell him about this video and he's going to love it. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be there for posterity. That's right. sure. His Instagram handle is cocktail208. Cocktail208. Yes. Oh, I'm after you, Joe. We'll have him over. So what direction? are we taking with the business, if any? So we we'll clearly, you know, I don't know if you guys heard, we went through a pandemic, we're still going through it, as mm -hmm. a matter of fact. We heard. Uh, so today, actually, yeah. uh, we are able to be uh, maskless outside. outside. I know. Um, still feels weird, but yeah. Yeah, there's something to the tune of like 38 of the populous population like you know as of right now fully vaccinated come on people just do it those do nice. it yeah, it's, it's only science we're almost That's there okay. I, yeah i got love for you too if you're an anti-vaxxer but just like, come on man <laughs> <laughs> i have a lot of friends it's, it just makes interesting conversations or lack thereof lack yeah so is there a pivot or are we doubling down because it's, it's opening up today it's 84 degrees it's beautiful outside i'm wearing shorts i'm gonna change yeah. into a tent top when I go pick up the kids. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's that kind of vibe. It's coming. That vibe is definitely being shown its face to the restaurant right now. You know, okay. um, we've been seeing a lot of groups and people coming out who haven't seen each other uh, in a while. And they're all coming in with, like, their uh, Band-Aid and celebrating that they just got vaccinated. Right. You know, and we're there going, like, let's t let the tequila flow, you know. Yeah. <laughs> let the tacos go. But... Um, 
but yeah, we're seeing that like buzz happening and people I think are at that point where they're just like, oh, we need to, we need to go do something. We need to go do something fun. Let's do concerts again. Let's do festivals again, all this stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're ready for it. We've been ready for it. And, um, you know, thankfully because of our awesome fan base, um, a lot of them absolutely supported us during the wicked time in the beginning. Yeah. Um, with our deliveries, with our to-go cocktails, I mean, I, mean um, I remember it was you guys working the window. Yeah, you know, because you have your your pickup order window <laughs> there, and who knew it was going to come in so handy? Because a pandemic was going to right. Happen. <laughs> My favorite thing. Now we is, love it. Yeah, it's like oh, like I can close down the neon locks. Not yeah, that I do no. that all the yeah. time. No, honey. no. Close down the neon locks. Go across the street. But we were able to show our our staff like look how easy it is to do this here and yeah. now it's it's doable we're we're not looking to close it anytime soon now we're well, we put the <clears throat> we put the walk-up window in. that was that was a big part of the plan going into opening the downtown restaurant mm -hmm. the problem was was that we opened in january so it was cold so it was we didn't have like a plan right out of the gate to have the window up and open and and then the response to opening the restaurant was so huge yeah. which we're thankful for i remember but it didn't really give us the, the opportunity, the opportunity yeah. to figure the window out because we opened and it was just on and and we never looked back um mm -hmm. so that was one of the as you know the covid silver linings as yeah <laughs> was that we were able to you know step back and say all right now let's figure this window out i mean do we still have it 100 percent figured out no, no i mean but it's but i mean it's open yeah. with the restaurant aligned with the restaurant hours it's, it's a, open it's a big deal yeah. yeah no i mean there's certain nights i we look and we see there is a line out the window yeah you know mm -hmm. six feet apart yeah, <laughs> a line of them were just like, holy moly, like people are really responding to this in ways that I wouldn't have thought of, you know, even pre, pre-pandemic, you know? I used to, yeah, even with pre-pandemic, I just always thought, man, these guys are opening a window right across from the Neurologs. And for anybody watching that is not familiar with the Neurologs, that, that was like, <sighs> again, not that I'm dating myself, I'm 41. <laughs> But when I was 21, yeah. it was like you went to the cactus bar. You which went to Mulligan's. Went to Mulligan's and then you, you killed the night at the Neurologs because mm -hmm. it's either going to be live music, karaoke, mm -hmm. or like, or, yeah. or some mistakes are about to be Yeah, made. or some mistake for sure. You know, it was very, <laughs> you know, and it, it was just that, um, it was a punk rock vibe. Yeah. You know, it was My it's always been. My first day flying into Boise. Um, I took her there. Yeah. See, there My, you go. Did you guys ever do the Crazy Horse? Uh... I yes uh, yes. Okay. My first day of flying into Boise, Mike picked me up at the airport, and uh, Erica, you'll know who I'm talking about. We met uh, Barbeto, our Mr. friend, Jalisco. Mr. Jalisco, there uh -huh. at the Neuralux, uh, one of our dearest friends. Um, and that was my introduction to Boise. Was the Neurolex? So Neurolex the was the so spot. Hard. Yeah, and it's like, like my wife like doesn't get it. Like no. when she turned 21, she was never like a big drinker, and her group of friends were all like. They were like the choir people from high school, you know, and all <laughs> stuff. And she did her drinking in college when her parents couldn't see it. But like for me, like I, was like, I never went to school. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, and my mom was like, no, you're not living with me. 
Uh, and the New York was 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 the spot. It was yeah. a jam. Like you you started the you started the cactus bar because it was just like you know back then you know gas was not like you know three fifty a right. gallon. Right. <laughs> 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 I still remember. I was like, oh, like a dollar twenty five. I dig it. And anyways, <laughs> and, and enough 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 clout. Yeah. Enough, well, enough. Erica was talking about uh, the crazy, crazy horse, horse and. When you really dissect the whole thing, I mean, Alan, who owns the Neurolux, he owned the Crazy Horse. Mm -hmm. uh, Alan is a great human. <laughs> he, he really he really is. Um, but that the Crazy Horse was, I, I played punk rock music when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I played in a band for a number of years. And so, uh, you know, the Wood River Valley kids, we would all come over and go to punk rock shows mm -hmm. at the Crazy Horse. Um, and, you know, for us, that was like, it didn't get better. I always thought, and we're going to we're gonna go ahead and take this journey to this rabbit hole, because you're wearing a Misfits t-shirt, right? <laughs> so, and I'm, um, I'm a big, um, so there's, the, 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 there's, I guess there's three types of Misfits fans. There's like, you know, Glenn Danzig Misfits right, fan, right. post <laughs> Glenn Danzig <laughs> Misfits fan, and then there's Glenn, Glenn Danzig fans. And I'm like, a, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a mix of everything because, you know, I didn't grow up with the music. I was introduced to it when I was uh, 14, when I first moved here. And it stuck with me clearly as a sampler. Blah, 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 blah. And when Glenda Danzig came to play in Boise, mm -hmm. I always thought it would be in like a place like the Crazy Horse or the Neurologs. But instead, it was over at the freaking uh, skate ring park, <laughs> which was cool I it's, guess it's cool, and it yeah. was again you know and I'm like, sure they just wanted for all, all ages I'm sure it was right? I guess so no yeah because I was definitely underage mm. and yeah. uh, I was like nine I was oh gosh that must have been 1999 yeah it was a year after I so a year after I graduated high school my friend Tracy Wilson was with my friend I, but back then she was my girlfriend but you know my, my friend Tracy uh, not Tracy Wilson Tracy Hurlis Anyways, different Tracys. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Tracy Willis is a dear friend too. <laughs> Anyways, but she won um, Glenn Danzig tickets on the radio, and she was like, "Oh my God, I'm in love with this guy. I don't know who the heck this guy is." <laughs> and she won me tickets, and that's Aww. and that's how I met him. Anyways, that's I was awesome. just looking at your Misfits t-shirts, and we're yes. talking about punk rock and things like that. Because like, there's punk rock, and then there's like, oh yeah, punk yeah. rock. Oh, there's a you yeah. know, there there's, was there's like a, there's a wide road of. Yeah, you know. I mean, I mean, you say 1999, like we played the Warp Tour in 1999. Um, <sighs> yeah, and yeah, we don't need to. I mean, we're not gonna other, do that. that. That's a separate a whole, episode for just for, for just Mike and I. Why? <laughs> and we chat music. Yeah. Again, here's here's the basis of it all: is that from is from the Crazy Horse to the Neurolux to Rosie's first day coming to Idaho and me picking her up at the airport and going to meet friends at the Neurolux. Right across the street was a building, you know, housing a Chinese restaurant that had been there for 18 years. Yeah, I never would have thought in a million years that we would open a restaurant there. Gosh, but when our, I look, but when I look at it now, when I step back and I and I mean, I come into work and I go across the street and I go to the record exchange to get coffee and look at records yeah. and come back over. You know, we put a jukebox, which the idea is that coming out of the pandemic that this jukebox will be in there. Um, he and curated that whole box by himself. With, with the record exchange. <laughs> I mean, That's awesome. but the, but the idea, crazy. the idea, you look at all the artwork in the area. I mean, 11th Street is a really special place. And it's it been is. really quiet during the pandemic because all of the 
the things that make 11th Street tick aren't there. I mean, there hasn't been live music at the Neuralex until last night. Yeah. Uh, really? Doug Marsh mm-hmm. played, yeah. No, played, I didn't played, know that. Yeah. yeah. My wife wouldn't let me go anyway, but like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was a small yeah. event where it was table. <coughs> tables. But it was and great. It was, we were busy last night again. Yep. And last we were in night. Life. Last night, I was at the mother freaking oasis or at the Cora <laughs> Shriners. They had some live music. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was. Not that far away. But all those things guys. that make our side of downtown tick, I mean. You know, if you come down there and there's a show at the Olympic and a show at the Neurolux and everybody's out and about, I mean, we're yeah. popping. That's, yeah. that's 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 our thing. It, I mean, there hasn't been a lot. There's been many super quiet nights Brother, on 11th Street. The untrained eye will tell you that only happens during Treefort, which we're so very much looking forward to mm-hmm. during September. Oh, yeah. You guys as a awesome. business, as music lovers, yes. me, because I like me some shenanigans. <laughs> my wife's already like, oh my god. No, no. What I is got that? 12, She's like, what is that take? I got 12 tickets. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody's like, you nice. still got those tickets? Yeah, I got yes, those I tickets. Do. I didn't yeah. ask for my money back. You're out of your mind. No, I'm going. Um, we're going to actually have Megan from Treefort uh, uh, next month over nice. here. So we're going to be right. asking her all the things. We were hoping to have her rest and we're going to announce the lineup, but it didn't line up. Oh. That's okay. She'll be still <laughs> be on. <laughs> no, but, uh, <laughs> but what, what you're talking about, Mike, it, you're absolutely correct because that's that's a Friday night mm-hmm. of whatever fourth season we're fourth season we're going through. You know, um, we have four seasons. Accents kicking in, tequila. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I I look back on it and 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 I recall that many times where it's like they'll, they'll just be they'll just continuously be stuff stuff as in live music going on and. Uh, it's gonna be good for you guys. It's gonna be good for everybody. It's yeah, gonna be we're good. totally it's gonna looking be great forward for the valley to it. And the rest of the state. So I'm super stoked about it. Um, we're just hoping that, you know, I we know that everybody's itching for it and they can't wait to come back and do everything. But it's like, we still need to be safe. We still need to, oh, you know, take all the precautions and everything. And we don't. Uh, we've been criticized by some of our uh, practices, uh, COVID, you know, mm-hmm. protocol practices in our restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I get, I get it. Like, okay. I, 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 I don't like wearing my mask all day long, but yeah. I have to. And yeah. um, and I will continue to until we get the okay of hey, yep. we're we're fine. Yep. But we can go back to the fun times of having a packed restaurant and three shows going on just in the vicinity of the area you know i see it happening it's not too far away no yeah i'm absolutely looking forward to it and i get it and and that's something you know i'm I'm glad you brought that up because i i get it like you you know like damn if you do Mm -hmm. damn if you don't um, talk about like worst time to be in local government right yeah (laughs) especially in local government so Regardless of what affiliation or how you feel about politicians and, and the, the current leadership or the one previous, it's like how how do you navigate yeah. this? Nobody um, knew. We will have uh, uh, last season uh, last year we had uh, my father-in-law, uh, Tom, who's an infectious disease doctor. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He, he's been doing. I mean, like he's the guy. Like him and Sky Blue out of Sato Epidemiology and Infectious Diseases. They were the ones that were uh, advising the San Luke's and San Al's medical mm-hmm. systems. Mm-hmm. So there's the business side of the hospital and then there's like your hospital. Yeah. yeah. And you take care of people. And that's an interesting balance. And you know, for people that 
are okay with being vaccinated. And by okay, I mean like, you know, they're, they're, they're let's just, just pro-vaccine. It, it, it's not like a far-fetched. It's like, oh, you know, I get this for the flu and I get this for all these other things. And yeah. there's a reason why polio and smallpox are not right. killing everybody around the country. Mm -hmm. So that's an easy sell. For others who are far more skeptical, you know, like I also hold like some space and time, even when it can be a, a, a very challenging because I get it, the, the hospital system it's also a business. It is. And my father-in-law never talked about that, so I just want to say <laughs> I don't want to throw him <laughs> the bus. <clears throat> not, you know, he's, he's pretty gangster, not that he would care, but uh, yeah. I don't want anybody making assumptions about, as I you know, drop down his name and his practice. But you can see the frustration for him in which it's like, I know. like dude, like, there's not enough data. Yeah. And we do not know. Like right now, everybody's getting vaccinated. I got vaccinated. You guys got vaccinated. The whole crew here got vaccinated. Sweet baby James actually is out getting vaccinated right now. Mm -hmm. just about like an hour ago. Yes. So he's going to be fully baked in 14 days. And, you know, we're still going to be wearing masks when we're out and about and doing our thing. And it's it's not easy on everyone but at the same time you want to get things started right so if there happens to be like a mandate for indoors and you're supposed to wear your mask like dude like just wear the mask man yeah, like if that's like the not, hardest thing I know. you know like i mean and funny thing about history you know for those you know when you <clears throat> when you're at that you know you start learning like to smoke meats and like and learn more about history and <laughs> That's right, Mike? Yeah. So as I said, so I got he a smoker too. Smoke meats. There you go. And it's just like one thing, like what, what, like, what happened when, uh, you know, it was uh, a mandate, but it was an actual law to put your seatbelt on. Well, everybody right. freaked out yeah. because, right, what I'm, oh, I'm yeah. you know, It's like the exact same thing. And there's so many other examples, and I know I don't need to be going down this rabbit hole. It's, it's because, No, it's indeed a rabbit hole. Honestly, but, uh, I, it, for me, it, it was always like, it was always because... I wasn't doing it for me. I was doing it for everyone else. Everyone else that I that I don't know, that I never met. For my parents, for his parents, for his 93-year-old grandmother, for, you know, my grandfather mm. uh, recently passed away January this year uh, with COVID, because mm. of COVID. Sorry for your loss. And yeah, I mean, and he was an am amazing man. He was in great health uh, okay. for being, you know, I think he was 87, he was in great health. Yeah. And it's not fair that, that my son won't see him again. That's not right. fair. Right, yeah. Uh, and and uh, so uh, it, it, it was for them why I wore the mask, right. why I got vaccinated. Right. And even the, the anti-vaxxers that you're talking about, I'm doing it for them too. And I don't even know them. Right. No, yeah. And, and that's, uh, yeah. I try to explain to a number of people within my inner circle and outer circle that are not you know, they're not going to get vaccinated or in the fence. And it's like my whole thing is like my whole life will be entirely different if my mother and my grandmother were living with me right now. Mm -hmm. They're not. They're in Panama. Right. But the both of them are high risk. Grandma's just turned 96 this mm -hmm. last January. And my mother is a cancer survivor with a number of other complications. So yeah. it's just like, it, it's not like, oh, like it's not going to kill them. So you're fine. No, <clears throat> it's just, but it's like, if it doesn't kill them and they do get sick, it's going to take anywhere between like a year to a decade away from their lifespan right. because it's just going to be just that much more impactful, you know, you know, for them and their health and like what they can and cannot handle. Right. So yeah. anywho, okay. the whole well, thing is, you know, <laughs> let's just put a seal on that. Mike's like, what's going and on why here? Not? And it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. No, no big deal. No, we're so, good.
I need you guys, one of you, I'm not gonna, you guys can flip a coin or whatever. That's your camera right there. Let Idaho know, Calle 75 Street Tacos, where are you at? Where are you gonna be? What's coming up? What do you want um, the fine folks that watch the show, uh, what, what do you want them to know? And then let them know about it. Yeah, I'll let, right. I'll let you do it. Do it, do the thing, that is your yeah. camera though. Yeah, okay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, Kaya 75 Street Tacos, we have two locations. Um, obviously our main, our main hub that we've been speaking so much of is 110, 130 North 11th Street downtown, between Idaho and Maine, right across from the Neuralux and the Record Exchange. You know, folks that come to Barbarian Brewing, we also do tableside service over there, which is a really cool thing. James and Bree are awesome people. Um, so we're happy to have that as, as an outlet there as well. Um, and as we've also talked about the walk-up window, if you're in a super big hurry, um, you know, that's something we worked on a lot. So one, one of the big things pre-COVID was there was a bit more of a wait and it was, it was probably geared a little bit more. It was a full service restaurant, which it still is, but now we've, we've turned it into a little bit more of a hybrid restaurant where if you're in a hurry, you can you know you can do online ordering you can come to the walk-up window uh you can get your stuff super fast you also can come into the restaurant and order at the counter if you wanted to do that we set up a menu up at the front and you can do that um during covid we we got a new uh, point of sale system that now allows all of our servers to uh, carry a handheld when they come to your table so when you still do want that full service experience you can sit down uh, they'll come and serve you. They actually have the whole system, you know, on a handheld, which is really nice. It saves a lot of time. Before the server would have to take your order, go back in, input it, um, mm -hmm. go through the whole process. Same thing with payment. Now everything can be done at the table. You can pull up a QR code at your table. Menus all there. Specials, everything. Um, you know, we just have, we've made a lot of steps to try and, and streamline the, the the service process within the restaurant. Um, out at the village, it is, uh, you know, it is a quick service restaurant. So you're, you've got the, the fountain area out there. It's beautiful, plush landscaping should, and plants. Just come check it out. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's on a, on a nice day. I mean, it really is a, it's a cool spot. It's a cool spot to, to just kind of chill out and have some tacos, but it's, I mean, it's all you order at the counter, your name's called and you pick up. So it's quick. So it, it, it's a different, yeah. it's a different We can go model. together. Take the boys. I can't even look at you two. <laughs> right. Mike, er look at this camera and get serious. And then look over here. Er er Erica, get us on the, get us on the wide angle. <laughs> get us on the back, get us back on the wide angle. Save Mike from this. Thank you, Mike, for sharing. I mean, that was I, such I, a yeah. dick move. <laughs> You're gonna go ahead and say it right now. I want this on camera. <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> so, because I've been to the village, but it's just like, it's in and out, man. It's like, the village is actually my limit of advance. So anything on Eagle and the 84. If I go past Eagle and the 84, one of the things happen. You're lost. You either owe me money or I love you a long time. <laughs> That's yeah. it. There is just like there is very oh, black and white. I get it. There's I no get gray it. area. And but I I love that. So I, I love the village because now people in the area have 
a place to go, a place to congregate. And it's yeah. awesome, you know, yeah. during the winter time, you know, prior to the <clears throat> pandemic, uh, the the ice skating rink and yes. whatnot, yeah. right? And like, you know. Even the uh, theater is nice. They have a 21 and older section. Yeah, and all this other stuff. They bring you your food yeah. and all this other stuff. And like, to me, like, like, I want everybody to win. I'm like, yeah. I'm pro-Idaho. I'm not just pro-Boise. <laughs> Boise is where I live. But like, no, man, like, have at it, dude. Like, have your thing. Because we're growing, we're yeah. growing very, 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 very fast. fast. Yeah. It's just so funny. Like, four years ago, I was like, hmm, It hmm, still like, floors me about like, how many people that come through the village and even downtown now that are like, oh, this is my first time here. And I'm like, oh, how? Yeah. No, how? no, like, exactly. And, you know, and, you know, I, I'm working again and like it's, that commute would have taken me, you know, and, I'm, and I really mean it, just five years ago, five, six years ago, that would have been easy, like a 15 minute commute. Yeah. And depending on what time I take off in the morning. So not true. I was, no, <laughs> man, I timed it. I'm not just saying it. I'm not just saying it. I will go ahead. I, you know what? I will time it next week because okay. I'm not going in tomorrow. Okay. And I'll post it on the old social Dude, media. Okay. Because you say, like, what the deuce? Because <laughs> I've left to go pick up Vaughn from the village to over here, close to here. Huh? And, you know, I I do have to time myself. I do. Yeah. But the traffic now is nowhere near what it used to be. Not before. Yet. But. It's getting worse. But I've got. Yeah. i got my ways. No, I'll be, okay, you're, I, don't, I don't know what hookup you got there, but <laughs> we were just talking to uh, Sean Rainwright, is a previous episode that we just filmed, just two hours ago. Excuse me. Yeah, Very the good margarita, drink. Great drink. Wow. So it's only one, man, it could only be like five no, more. It's actually two cocktails. Oh. You just downed it. <laughs> <laughs> too conveniently <laughs> in one You're vessel. You're like, no, I got it. <laughs> one vessel. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> feel good. Yeah, you feel yeah, good. Yeah, you're good, you're good, you're good. I'm um, sorry, Madeline. <laughs> no, you're not. That's the thing. That you're just not. But, um, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, he was just mentioning, right? So when he first moved uh, back, uh, when he first moved here so from Seattle, he had to do that commute, like from yeah. Caldwell to Boise. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the he's the owner <coughs> of a tabletop gaming store. And back then, uh, you know, there were, the only tabletop gaming store was in Boise. Mm -hmm. So for him, like, oh, the, that commute was like no big deal yeah. because he comes from California. And yeah. We were just yeah, discussing yeah. that. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. you're, you're stuck in the 15 or whatever, or what's the yeah. other one, the 405 or whatever it might be. I would it. drive from my hometown in Baldwin Park to Santa Monica every day to go to school, and that was at least a two and a half hour. Yeah. Or like when I was when I went on leave for you know Fridays when, it's three hours to go. Yeah, Libo call from mm -hmm. uh, on Fridays from the base in Twenty Nine Palms, driving down to Pacific slash Mission Beach, right? I think you know yeah. where they both meet. You mm -hmm. know that. That's it. Oh. Three and a half. That's why I don't complain about the traffic here. I'm just like, yeah. oh, I got it good. But I still don't <laughs> want it to be that way, man. Come on. <laughs> Full circle. That's yes. why I love me places like the village, yeah. or I love what Caldwell's got going on in their development over there. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what's uh, Indian Creek Plaza, right? Yes, yeah. I believe so. Mm -hmm. You know, what's that? Oh, Amano. Yeah. Amano. You know, a great they, job. they they do great work. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just amazing. Um, they just got like good stuff there, and you know, very similar. Look, like during the winter, ice ice rink. Ice rink. You and, know, yeah. is mm -hmm. like we're, we're we're northerners. You know, the northern members. See, we haven't gone that far. We haven't gone that far. 
I gotta, oh, it's like man. when it called to us to go to the winery. <laughs> Dude, when, when I found out that Amanos was open, <clears throat> like pandemic or no pandemic, and I had not, had not had a chance to get over there, yeah. I was finally able to take uh, my wife out on a date over there. Nice. And she said, come on, let's, let's go, baby. Yeah. It, yeah, no. Like my youngest will say. The tippy top. Tippy top. <laughs> oh, Chichi, I need to interview him sometime. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys yes. so much for your time. This was a great deal of fun. Uh, that was uh, too many separate rib different rabbit holes. Uh, <laughs> I am not allowed to let you leave without looking at the sticker behind you on that longboard yes, here on the no, studio. That's a big deal. Oh. Like, nobody yeah. could raise it. So, yeah. you know, that was a little, yeah, that's a that was just that for looks you. familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. A little Easter egg. Uh, so, so yeah. Anyways, that's, that was just for you, Mike. That's that's from Erica. I Very definitely cool. had anything to do with it. Yay. But thank you guys for talking yes. about your business, your story, your family, the music, the feels, the community. Yeah, now you got and two different show ideas now. Right, know. right. Yeah, because I. <laughs> Joe. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what are you at, Joe? <laughs> Trying to produce some content here. Help yeah. me out. We'll have Patron everything all yeah, over the place. Everywhere. Where do you want? You want me in a t-shirt? You want me in a bikini? Let me know. I look good. I think Joe's coming. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. He'll be here. Joe will come. He's doing something. <laughs> He'll do something. Anyways, but seriously, uh, so for you guys watching at home, <clears throat> this has been uh, recorded earlier. If you're watching, it will be on the YouTubes. If you scroll down, you will see all the information for Kaya 75 Tacos online. Make sure you're following them on their social media. Make sure you're following Art Gus Productions on their social media, on their website. Give them a holler. Tom Hyman sent you. Get some work going with them. They will produce, <laughs> create, and do all the content and the thingies and whatnot. So make sure you reach out to them. Also, if you uh, are following us on social media, by the time you watch this, uh, Idaho Gifts will still be going on. We'll be having a list of the nonprofits uh, and the representatives that we have interviewed here in our show and that we're all, always happy to support. So we'll be highlighting them. Again, thank you for your time. You could be doing so many different things, but instead you're spending time with us. I uh, appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Idaho, I us. love you a long time. And when you get a chance, get out there and be kind to somebody. Cheers.